and today is the last day. What do you guys think? And you are living here in the fullness of the blessings. Amen. You are going home walking in blessings. Amen. Your amen is little, your blessings will be little. Amen. What do you think? So the Spirit is releasing you into your blessings. Amen. In a program like this, the Holy Spirit releases you into your blessings. Amen. And also releases His blessings into our lives. Amen. When we teach, when we pray, whatever we do, get involved. This is not the time to go out there to make a phone call. Or look, look at somebody and look at what the person is doing. Or go out there that you are going to pee and all that. You should have peed long time ago. What do you guys think? Yes. So in time like this, the Spirit of God positions us for something big. Amen. You see, there is a positioning of the Spirit. It's a positioning of the Spirit. Sometimes people don't understand. There's a positioning of the Spirit. It's a way the Holy Spirit positions you so that you'll be at the right place at the right time. If God wants the blessings, his blessings to walk into your life, you have to be properly positioned. You can be in church and not be properly positioned. Do you get what I'm talking about? You can be in church and not be properly positioned. You can be in a particular ministry and not be properly positioned. But the Spirit of God guides our steps in order to be able to position us well so that we can come in contact with those he wants us to come in contact with or come in contact with what he wants us to come in contact with or come in contact with the right things, the right places, the right people at the right time. This is so important. Amen. Amen. So once you are in church, it's not that because you are in church and we say it's blessings, you just be blessed. Sometimes we miss on that. You have to be properly positioned. Amen. Amen. Did you hear what I said? Who understood what I just said? So get involved in whatever you are doing. And receive whatever you are doing for yourself. Amen. I said do what? Receive whatever you are doing for yourself. It's very important. It's very important. If you are at the wrong place, or you are with the wrong thought at this particular time, you will miss out on whatever is happening. Amen. When Samuel was going to anoint David, when he was sent, when, he, when David was not there, but his brothers were there, he knew, Samuel knew what to do. The Bible says that Samuel stood there the whole time. They said, he should sit down. He said, no, Samuel the prophet. He said, no, I'm not sitting down. We are standing until the one that God has anointed as king over Israel comes. That's the right positioning. Could have just sat down and be doing something else. But he was at the right place at the right time. David, after his anointing, was at the right place at the right time. For his manifestation. He could have been anointed. The scripture says that he killed the lion. He killed the bear. But he did that in the bush. Nobody knew him. But God wanted to bring him out. God wanted to showcase the world, the people of Israel, that he was a great person. And so, in God's plans... David, in one way or the other, came to the battlefield. What if he was in the forest or in the bush at the time the battle was still going on or David was shouting? Would have missed the time for his exposure. 
Did you hear what I said? So it's very important. It's very important. There are different kinds of meetings. Yesterday, our brother Sam was sharing something here, which when people share things here, when you go home, think about them. Especially when they are spiritual things. Amen. Different kinds of meetings. It took a rebuke for the God, for God to visit him in his dream. But you could, you could have also been in the we had a meeting here. Some of you, you are not part of the leaders, so you understand. We had a meeting here, leaders meeting here like that. And I was rebuking the leaders for some of the things they were doing wrong. I knew some of them got offended. But yesterday I said you can't get offended at your spiritual father unless he is not your spiritual father. Or unless you are pretending. Or unless you just want something from him. People meet men of God for different reasons. But after all that I said, as I was thinking about it and was discussing with Afrida on the way, road of Amos, and they were planning a coup d'etat on me and all that, which is just by the way, he went to sleep and God appeared to him. He said he saw me, he saw Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris, my spiritual father. And the pronouncement they made to him. But he took a rebuke. We've been coming to church. Why didn't he see that? So depending on what he was thinking after I spoke, he went and had a revelation and came to see it. That is what I, you can take it very lightly. But it shows that whatever meeting we have, this church, you see us as few as you see us. It's a very spiritual church. And where we are going, maybe you are not part of us. If you are part of glory. glory. Nations are responding to us. And we have a message that cannot be kept in the corner. I've never come in contact with somebody who feels that what, what I teach must be in the room. So if you, you as you, Jesus said, if you even as a man, you give, give good, good gift to your children, then what about God? So if you think, oh, this thing must not stay in one room or one branch or one church or some few churches or whatever it is and must go, then what do you think God is thinking about that we are doing? I want to hear glory to that. Glory. So I just said this, something that I bring your attention to some of these things. So that you know how spiritual what we do is in the house of God. It's spiritual. Okay? Spiritual. You may not see anything at once like this, but grace is coming. So I'm, as I'm even speaking to you, there is an outpouring of grace. Amen. Grace is coming to you. Amen. And whatsoever your blessings that has to come to you will come to you today. Yes. And you walk in the fullness of God's blessings. Yes. You walk in the fullness. Yesterday I said something. I said I prophesied to somebody how many years ago. When even Brother Sam was talking, he says I prophesied how many years ago. And in the years I was telling him that the thing would tarry. I've been forgotten about what I said. But the Spirit of God knows when. And for the Spirit of God to visit him that night and tell him that whatever nation he wants to go to it means that the door, the door is opened. Yes, is that not true? Yes, true? I didn't have to say that the Holy Ghost had to come to and say the door is now opened. See what I was telling him during the, the program, the, the meeting, I told him, I said, you have to be serious. You have to be serious. And all these years, you may think it has taken time. That's why it's so important. I say every ministry is different. Are you following me? Yes, there are some pastors who are prayer leaders. They lead prayers. That is whatever they do. There are some pastors who are whatever. In this ministry, we believe in the word of God. We believe in the prophetic. We believe in healing. We believe in miracles. That's all that we... we, we in fact, that's what we, we eat. 
What do you guys think? So when I tell you that study the word of God, I'm telling you for your own progress. You see, there were times that, I'm using him as a case study. What do you guys think? There were times that he was not serious at all and all that. But gradually, 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 for all those, those years where he was just working, not serious, not serious, he just come, braid his hair, do all of that and all that. God was waiting for him. But he thought that he was waiting for God. You see, but when you look at it, with what is happening with him now, God was waiting for him to be serious, to be spiritual. There are blessings God can give you when you are spiritual, unless you are spiritual. Spirituality plays a very... Are, are you in church? Spirituality plays a very important role in the manifestation of blessings. You write this thing down. I've shared it before, so I shared on the spirituality of the blessings. Why Abraham never missed his steps. Abraham. When, when, when God appeared to Abraham with two angels, they appeared as men. Abraham had gotten all the blessings, but it was left with one. That one blessing was Isaac. The promise had come. But when God was bringing Isaac, you see, God did not bring Isaac holding a child like this. Is that what God did? Or are you in church today? If you are in church, shout glory again. So, when God came to Abraham, I started preaching. When God came to Abraham, he did not come with a child, holding the child like this. Or come with a baby, holding the baby like this, spiritual baby in his hands. And then Abraham was looking and said, I'm holding a baby. No. That God is holding a baby with two, all the angels who are escorting God were, were holding a baby coming. No. They came. And they saw Abraham. And God with two men. I've, I've shared this over and over again. God with these two men pretended as if they were passing by Abraham's tent. So Abraham was sitting down. When these three men God as a man, as, appeared as a man. And two angels appeared as men. Together with God. God in the middle. And these two men were with him. And they were coming to Abraham. Because it was time for Abraham's visitation. But they acted as if they were passing by. And Abraham being spiritually sensitive. Said, says, says and called them into his house. And gave them food to eat. Giving. It's important. Being hospitable is important. The Bible tells us to be hospitable. And gave them food. Told their wife. Wives who don't like giving food, change today. Don't say, I don't cook for anybody. I don't cook for anybody. Change. Am I talking to you? You don't like giving food. The day God will come to your house hungry, he will be hungry and go back with your answers. Or the day God will send somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. This is to don't joke around with it. Yes, the Bible says that we should not, we should, we should not, uh, not, we should entertain strangers, because some have entertained angels unawares. So an angel can come to your house with my face, and you think that I am the one. I'll be there watching football, and then the angel will come to your house, and the angel will come hungry, and because you don't like cooking, you won't cook. So if you don't like cooking, like cooking now. Yes, sir. Else you become, if you are the daughter of Sarah, then you should like cooking. Have I spoken to you? There are two things that I think I should speak to all the ladies about. Number one is to be hospitable. Nobody can come to your house. It's only you. Anybody who comes is like, two, 
be what? Love cooking. Because Abraham called God into his house and took a ram and gave to Sarah and said, Sarah, cook for these three men. And Sarah too went inside and cooked good food. And God ate Sarah's meal. And God got satisfied with the two angels and they washed their hands. After God ate and was, God could have just said, come to just, uh, this is so strange. Is that not powerful? Are we talking about blessing here? Talking about blessing. That blessing was blessing of a child, Isaac. Abraham had been blessed in the cattle, gold, everything. He needed one child. And God had promised him the child. There was time for the manifestation of the promise. But look at how God acted. God acted as if he was passing somewhere. For Abraham to call him inside. And give him, let his wife cook for him. We will do ladies, let's talk on, on the 1st of January, don't worry. 1st of January is power packed. After God ate, it will maybe Fufu or Banku or whatever, Aquile or something. Ate and was satisfied with the, with the ram, goat meat. And got satisfied. Then God started pronouncing blessings. What we read yesterday, you didn't see it. It says when you enter the house and you are accepted in the house, when you are accepted, that's what I say, if I am visiting you and you accept me, how will I, how will I know you have accepted me? By the time I enter, you have some malt or some drink. You say, Papa, say that I'm coming. By the time I check, it's what you're coming. Or something on the fire. I say, I'm going to say, no, Papa, I'm cooking. So when I finish. Do you understand? That is welcoming. Then he says, when you, when, he said, when you do that, he says, then cure the sick. So there is no curing of the sick if there is no hospitality. Nobody is hospitable. You are just, there's nothing. That is what God did. God started it. And when he came, he ate and got satisfied. Is it not strange? Oh, my drama is in the house. Is that not powerful? We'll be drumming in crusades. Don't worry. Very soon. We are even having a crusade on what? On the 26th. Very soon, we will take over the whole gang. People will know how it happened. But do you know what happened? After God ate and got satisfied, I'm teaching you something very important. Then God said, a year by this time, your wife Sarah, who has given us food to eat, will, God will conceive and will deliver a child. And Sarah didn't even believe. Sarah was at the back somewhere laughing. And Abraham received it. That's a blessing. God pronounced blessings on Abraham after he had eaten and was satisfied. Is this not a revelation? That's what I'm talking about. Spirituality. When you are spiritual, you are sensitive to the timings of God. Do you understand? I'll let you sit down. This is just a, a beginning jingle. What do you guys think? Yeah, but it's powerful. When you are spiritual, you are sensitive. You are sensitive. When you are spiritual... You can't come to church and sleep when you are spiritual. You can't come to church late when you are spiritual. We can't chase you to come to church when you are spiritual. When you are spiritual, you are sensitive. So Abraham was sensitive. And got his blessing. A year about that time, Sarah conceived. As old as Sarah was. And still delivered a baby boy. Is that not powerful? Imagine God had not eaten in Abraham's house. Something would have happened. Would have said God has promised me, but it never happened. It's the same with what Brother Sam shared yesterday. The timing. Sometimes we think we are we are we are waiting for God, but God is waiting for us to prepare, to grow.
to be spiritual, to know him, to know his word. And when you come to that stage, you would realize that your life has become very different. Very different. I realized throughout this year that since we started praying from the 12 to 1, all the leaders, every time he asks God for something or he's praying, God shows him something. That's why he said, I said, now you have become a prophet. That's some. Every time he said, I have a dream, this, 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 and it's true. He had a dream about mommy's sister. And what he said was true. He was in my house when he slept and had that dream. He had a dream about something that I visa something. He said, I had a visa dream and this, this, is what happened. And it happened the same way it, he said it. But this guy came to church not like that. So if now God visits him last night or whatever night it is and says that now your day is, the way is open, is because God realized that maybe after some years, last year or this year, he has become more serious, more consistent with the things of God, you see, and following the instructions we give him. 12 to 1 o'clock prayers are standing to a prophet. Where he can see, have a dream, and say it, and it's true. And now he has a dream, and they say what? The grave is open. Is that not true? So you see, the things I share with you, take the word of God serious. I can ask one of the I asked Sister Kanley, I said, have you been studying the word of God? What did you hear? What have you heard for Wednesday, Wednesday? Look, I was just talking. But that is important. That is important. Because it helps to help her to be spiritual and to be built up for whatever God has set in place for her. And it's the same with all of you. Don't say, oh, we came to bless you. After that, we've gone home. When you go home, listen to the messages. Feed your spirit. Be sensitive. Be spiritual. And, and the blessings, because you see, we are talking about pronouncement of blessings. We can pronounce blessings. If you are not spiritual, you miss the time of the blessing or the person of the blessing. Do you understand what I'm saying? You miss the person of the blessing. Maybe God is bringing somebody into your life to enable that blessing to take place, but you can miss it. You miss the road somewhere. You'll be at uh, Chokowa, the person is at Kaswa. Is that not strange? So look at somebody say, be spiritual. And position yourself well. Is that not powerful? So what is very important, you can take our seats. Okay, say the word of God is God speaking to me. Say so again, say the word of God is God speaking to me. Say so again, say the word of God is God speaking to me. Sister Sally, can you come and sit on this seat here? That is if you don't have any child. Say so the word of God is God speaking to me. Move from the back there. When I move you from the back, you still go to the back. When I move you from the back, you still go to be careful. Shout glory. The word of God is God speaking to me. Say, I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I do what I can do what Christ can do. I'm seated where Christ is seated. In heavenly place. I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Say the word of God is for my benefit. It's for my profiting. Give the Lord a shout of glory. So you see, we said a lot of things yesterday. We said that the pronouncement of blessing is the invocation of blessing. Did, I, did we say that? So when we say the pronouncement of blessing, I'm talking about the invocation of... If you missed yesterday, I think you missed the whole message. Because today is just a wrap-up. Amen. So, Pastor Nana has a lot of work to do then. Is that not true? Is that not true? So, we say that it's the accentuation of the blessing. The bless, blessing is made noticeable. 
in a person's life when it is pronounced. Let me say, everyone that is born again is living in the Abrahamic blessings. And when we talk about blessings, see, there are different kinds of meetings. There are meetings that we have, we call it avalanche of prophecies and testimonies. All we do is to prophesy. Is that not true? You have other meetings. We have a meeting like this one, and we call it what? Two super weekend, or two what? whatever it is. And we are talking about the blessing. It means that in the mind of God, what we are all supposed to experience has to do with what? Blessings. Do you understand? Wealth, success, prosperity, jobs, contracts, and other things. So this meeting is for that. If you believe that, shout amen. Amen. Then we said that you read throughout the scriptures and you see pronouncement of blessings. I'll take you that to that place. And then we said that the greater is the one who blesses the lesser. So that means that someone is higher in rank over you. In the, in the mind of God, your spiritual father, or there's a, there's a minister, or there's a pastor, who has spiritual authority over you. And because he has spiritual authority over you, he's been ordained to pronounce blessings over your life. Then we say that the blessings that he pronounces actualizes the Abrahamic blessings in your life. So the purpose for the pronouncement of blessings is for the blessings that is already on our life. Every Christian is blessed. According to Galatians chapter 3. Every Christian is blessed. Every Christian is living in the Abrahamic blessing. Everyone that is born again. Are you born again? You are blessed. But there should be a manifestation of the blessings. So pronouncement of blessings or pronouncing blessings enables the manifestations of the blessings that you already have. It enhances it. It brings it to pass. That is one of the main reasons why we pronounce blessings. And I said, when we pronounce blessings, receive the blessings. So peace be upon you. Amen. Amen. And I'll show you some examples. And that is so important. And I said, the reason why many Christians are blessed, but they see themselves struggling, is because we do, we've not been taught that your man of God must pronounce blessings. You may give a seed to the man of God, he pronounces blessings. You may meet him somewhere where he's buying what he pronounces blessings. You may come to church, he pronounces blessings. You have been trained to just think that man of God must just pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. But the scriptures is teaching us that when we say peace be upon you, there will be a life out without struggle. Is that not true? And we said that yesterday. And it's so important you can go back and listen to the messages or listen to that message. And we also have messages on the blessings. If you want to prosper, you should understand what the blessing has to do, what the, what the whole concept of the blessings. If you want to prosper in the kingdom way, did you hear what I said? If you want to prosper in the kingdom way, you have to understand what the blessing is. How do you do that? By going back to listen to Pastor Prince on whatever he's preached. If you are the child, glory. Because right now, I just spoke about spiritual sensitivity or spirituality, which is important. It's not only, it's not, it's not only Sarah. The Shunammite woman did the same. It was very sens- she was very sensitive to a prophet. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Spiritual sensitivity, spirituality, growth, spiritual growth. They are all factors, but they are all things that we have shared already. And they are all there, so I'm not sharing them again. Should I share them again, brother or large? No. Shout glory. 
If you want tutorials, you can see Brother Walash. We'll give you tutorials. But we have messages on the blessing on our channels. If you have not liked any of our channels, did we do that? Was afraid we do something like that? You can like that and you can follow us in whatever program we do. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And so this is important. Are you here? Are you here? So we are invoking blessings. You are great. Peace be upon you. You have assets. You are owner of assets. You have owner of houses. No weapon formed against you will prosper. And I said something. I said we have the salutation of Christians. There is a way Christians greet. And I said when you are born again, you have to learn the Christian life. Unfortunately, many are born again and they are living a church life. So you say, but it's church. But it's the Christian life. If you don't live the Christian life, you will live in church and be broke and be poor and be sick and be weak and everything that is not supposed to come to you will come to you. But you will be in church. You can be an elder, deacon, pastor and all that. There is the Christian life to live. And what is important is for you to be able to renew your mind according to the word of God, according to the, the thinking of God. The word of God shows us how God thinks. The word of God reveals God's views. The word reveals God's views concerning situations, concerning things to us. Are you writing something there? The word of God reveals God's views concerning situations. So you get to know how, situ- how, how God sees a particular situation. Or how God even sees you. Do you get what I'm talking about? Very important. Today it looks like you are slow. Shout glory. glory. Yes, this is very important. So you give yourself and you think the kingdom way. The same way you greet the kingdom way. You think the kingdom way. You talk the kingdom way. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Just let the weak say I am strong. Yes, so the weak doesn't say I am weak. If he's a kingdom person, he says, I am strong. Know what he says? He says, when men says, there's a casting down, then shall you say. So, when he says, shall you say, he's telling us what to say. God even teaches us what we should say. Through his word. What have you been saying? I ask somebody, say, what have you been saying? What have you been saying? The word teaches us what we should say. And the word teaches us how we should greet. So I say, when you meet your friend, or you say, from, from yesterday, I know it's yesterday, so from yesterday, you do not say, because it's a pronouncement also of blessings. You do not meet a friend and say that, what is, what, Charlie, what is going on? Good morning, what is going on? Then he says, oh, nothing is going on. Oh. See. He says, let the weak say I'm strong. Imagine you a Christian saying nothing is going on. Will something go on? What is happening, Charlie? Nothing is happening. Why? You are talking out of your environment. You are not talking out of the word of God. But he wants us to talk out of his word. He wants us to put his word in our mouth. And say it. So you meet a friend and say, good morning. And he say, you are favored. Then he says, amen. It's not, how are you doing? Do you understand? How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. And you, somebody do say, I'm not fine. That's not a proper salutation. That's not a proper greeting. So from today, don't go and greet your friend and say, how are you doing? It is the world who wants to know how you are doing. But you, you already know how you are doing. Hallelujah. You know how you are doing through the word of God. 
Oh, see, I walk by faith and not by sight. You know how you are doing. So this, Charlie, how are you doing? No. Say, good morning. You are prosperous. He says, amen. So next time when he says, he says, you are prosperous. He's emphasizing on the fact that you are blessed. Good morning. You are glorious. You speak like that. The angels, when they came, they spoke like that. They spoke to Gideon. They said, Gideon. Gideon was so weak and, and was running to go and hide somewhere. I was fearful. The angel said, Gideon, thou mighty man of valor. That is the salutation of the angel. That is what heaven knows. Heaven recognizes such greetings. So heaven introduced such greetings even to Gideon. It was an angel that came to him. It says, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you. Gideon said, me, a mighty man of valor. Because he did not know. But the angel did not talk to him based on his situation. Because he himself even didn't know who he was. The angel spoke to him based on God's mind or view concerning him. Oh, I didn't hear an amen to that. The same with Mary. You are highly favored among women. She said me, highly favored among women. And that is just by the way. So that is very important. Living by the word of God. Amen. Amen. Go to Genesis quickly. So we talked about the pronouncement of blessings. I want you to see from scriptures how these things happen. And I said that even though we are born again and we are blessed, it takes the pronouncement of blessings. It takes a minister, a man of God, to pronounce blessings on your life for there to be the actualization of the blessings in your life. And that is why every Christian must have a man of God. A Christian must not move from place to place. Every Christian must not say, ask me, I don't have faith in a man of God. No, I don't have faith in men of God. Say, why? Because of what I'm hearing on the FM station. You see, you are hearing the wrong things. Because of what I'm seeing on TV, you are seeing the wrong things. You are a Christian. So you have faith in your man of God because the word of God says so. Not because of what you are hearing or what you are seeing somewhere. Did you hear what I said? That is how to live the Christian life. Make sure that whatever you are doing, you are judging it according to the word of God. Not according to anything or anybody or whatever you see. And that blesses you. Is that not powerful? So change your greeting. Have you changed from today? You are going to salute. You say salute, sir. You are blessed. Is that not powerful? So let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. We are going to do some readings quickly. I want you to see it and take it very serious. Amen. You are fruitful. Say amen. I prophesy you multiply. Amen. I said you multiply. Amen. I said you multiply. Amen. You see great, great grandchildren. Amen. You see your children's children's prosperity. Amen. Overflow of wealth. Amen. Overflow of say overflow of wealth. Overflow of wealth. In, my in my life. Overflow of jobs. Overflow in my life. Yes, so Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Is that not powerful? Wow. Wow, this is so powerful. The pronouncement of blessings. Uttering words of blessings. You can utter words of blessings blessings over your children as a father or as a mother, as a parent. You utter words of blessings. Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
You call them and you put them down. You lay hands on them. You are born again. Whilst your man of God pronounces blessings on you, in your home, you have the higher rank as a parent. Is that not true? You're a parent in the Lord. Because you are born again. So a parent in the Lord, you pronounce blessings over your children. You say God will make you fruitful. Say amen. You know how so and so what problem. He says amen. Two years they are receiving blessings. Three years they are receiving blessings. Five years they are receiving blessings. The weight of the words that are spoken over our lives, the weight is greater than all the tangible substances that we see. There is weight in the words that are pronounced by a spiritual person over another. There is weight. So I said something, I said, when Abraham went to, uh, to, when God went to Abraham's house, he wasn't carrying a baby in his hands, or was carrying a baby in the spirit. That's not what the scriptures say. God was carrying a baby in his mouth. Did you catch what I said? God was carrying that Isaac in his words. There is something about the words that we speak. There is something about the words that a man of authority speaks. Those words never fall to the ground. Because they are backed by authority. The man is speaking from a standpoint of authority. So the, the words that we speak, or the words that are spoken, or the blessings that are pronounced, are weighty. They are more than physical things. So a man of God may not give you 100,000 Ghana cities. But he may pronounce blessings on your life. That blessing is more weightier than 100,000 Ghana cities. That's what I'm talking about. So pronounced blessings are weightier than physical things. The physical things that we see. Right? That, that is very important. They are weightier. How do we know that? Because when God, God visited Abraham, he visited with words. The blessing that Sarah, Abraham and Sarah received were blessings that came from words. Is that true? Are we, on this, are we on the same page? So it doesn't matter how down you are. It doesn't matter how down you are. You may not have anything now or you are struggling. When blessings are pronounced, all your expectation is the manifestation of the pronounced blessings. If you are in church, shout glory. glory. Who heard what I said there? Yes. So Abraham went, uh, God went to Abraham's house with words of blessings. Words. A year by this time, you will have a child. Abraham said, I receive it, sir. Words. Words. I said what? Words. So he said, I was saying that when you read the airport and the people are asking you for money or when, all those things. I was saying that I told one of the people, I said, you, you give the people words. They say, oh, by one of those, you add money to it. They don't need money, they need words. The words will provide the money. You see, don't, don't measure on the minor and minor on the, minor on the major. That's what Christians do. They say, I went to church and they didn't, in a particular church, they pay all the house rent. In a particular church, they cook food for them to eat. In a particular church, and all of that. You don't need food to eat. You need words of blessings. When those words are pronounced over your life, then you see changes begin. Because words are pronounced. Who heard what I said here? If you heard it, shout glory. glory. Words. A year by this time. A year by this time, you'll be one of the wealthy people in Ghana here. Yeah. 
A year by this time, you'll be working in a reputable organization. A year by this time, your name would have gone throughout all the regions of Ghana. A year by this time, I, I pronounce these blessings. Your business would have gone all over the globe. A year by this time, pronouncement of blessings. The Bible says, Elisha, pronounce. It says, tomorrow by this time. That's blessings, pronouncing blessings over an entire city. Or an entire nation. That was in farming. The nation was in, was struggling. They were in farming. And he said, tomorrow by this time. And the man behind said, tomorrow by this time. This guy, he thinks we are joking. Do you know the economic system of the world? Even now, America is struggling. Russia's war. We were trying to explain. But the prophet did not need all those explanations. All he knew, oh, is that not powerful? He said, don't talk economy. The economy has become like this. The economy has become like that. The economy has become like this. MPP government has become like this. NDC government too has become like this. MPP, so what will you do? Speak the right words. Pronounce blessings on your business. It has nothing to do with MPP or NDC. It has to do with your business. Whatever you are doing. The supernatural manifestations of blessings. I defined blessings yesterday again. Is that not true? And that is so important. So important. He pronounced blessings over the city. The man said, I don't believe in that thing he said. He said, this one, we are all struggling. Even now, the economic, the financial. The Lord caused four lepers. Four lepers. Why didn't the four lepers move before the pronouncement of blessings? No, you see, I said that the blessing is what is a divine influence of the spirit. That provokes the manifestations of wealth. By the time the lepers checked, they said, they said oh, if we stay here, we'll be hungry and we'll die. Lepers don't even live in the city. So when Elisha pronounced the blessings, the lepers were not there. It was between Elisha and all the prime ministers and all the king and all the people involved. The lepers were, lepers in those days were not living in the city. They were living somewhere, somewhere in the town, somewhere, somewhere. So they don't come, they don't come in contact with the people because they, they had leprosy. They were leopards. But they were in the, that corner somewhere, somewhere, nobody recognized them or knew them. Where suddenly, they said, if we stay here, the Spirit of God put some thought in their mind. Some of you, by the pronouncement of blessings, the Spirit of God put certain thoughts in certain bosses' mind to promote certain people. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, some of the interviews, the Spirit of God will put certain thoughts because the Spirit of God can just do like this. That's all. The, person who's, the person's heart will just move. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The Bible says that night the king could not sleep. There was a movement. The king, the king could not sleep in the days of Esther. The king could not sleep that night. Something happened to the king. He couldn't sleep that sleepless night. So let me go and begin to take the records. The lepers could not sit because the prophet had spoken. And has declared tomorrow by this time. So God had to ensure that tomorrow things will change. Amen. Is that not power? I said tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. You'll be dancing in your room. Yeah. When the prophet said the people, the, the lepers, four lepers, they just stood up and said, if we stay in this corner here, 
we will perish. We will die. So let us go to the camp of the enemy. If we go there and they kill us, we know they've killed us. If they don't kill us, but if we stay, we will die. If we go, we will die. So let us go. Maybe they will even consider us and give us something small to eat. Four lepers. They stood up and started walking. Now when they were walking and they were going to the camp of the enemies, the camp of the enemies, to go and see whether they will get something to eat, the Lord magnified their steps. So to them, they were just walking. But to the enemies, a mighty army were coming. So the enemies were hearing noise of an army. Whilst the lepers were just walking and coming. Think about it. That's how great God is. That's how great the Spirit of God is. So whilst they were walking and coming, they went to the camp. When they reached the camp, all those enemies had run away. And they had left their foodstuff, left their gold, left all their machines, whatever they came to fight with, they left all. The question you should ask yourself is, even if a mighty army, the mighty army was coming against the enemies, were coming, coming against them, they came to fight. They had all their things with them. They had surrounded Israel, Samaria, because they came to fight them. And that is why there was famine for years. So they were just waiting for the people to just die, because die of hunger, before the prophet came to speak. So even if you hear voices of whatever you hear, and it's coming towards you, the appropriate thing is to take your, what, spheres and all of that, and go to fight, not to run away. So they could have just gone to collide with the four lepers, and say, ah, namo namo ba, you understand, like a chariot coming. But they don't know what happened to them. When they heard the noise coming, they abandoned everything in their camp, food, gold, whatever it is. Then they escaped for their lives. When the lepers entered the camp, the camp was empty. The lepers thought that it was a setup, only to realize that God had driven the enemies away. For the prophet's words to come to pass. Because he had pronounced blessings. He says, tomorrow by this time there will be wealth in this city. And the guy who didn't believe what happened to him, he died. You see the power of God. So when we talk about blessings, don't limit it to your salary. I said it, I've said it on blessings, so I don't want to go into that again. Don't limit it to your salary. The blessing is God's economic system. So don't limit it to your salary and say, this is my salary, that is why I'm struggling. You don't know this is my salary. No. Take the blessings and the Spirit of God will cause some kind of happenings supernaturally in your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So I refuse to be broke. So I refuse to be poor. So I refuse to be begging for money. I'm more than that. I'm blessed. Genesis chapter 1. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now look at, watch this. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Mm-hmm. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Verse 28. After God created man in his image, we could have said, I have created you in my image. So go and do things. Now you can even do things like me. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Because he created are you in church today? Or are you sleeping somewhere somewhere? <laughs> Shout glory. So after creating man in his image, the next thing God did is what you're about to read. But the question you should ask yourself is if God created Adam in his image and after his likeness, why would Adam need the pronouncement of blessings? If it's not necessary. Because the pronouncement of blessing is God's method. I said it yesterday, right? It's God's method of actualizing the blessings in our lives. God's method of actualizing the blessings in our lives. So even Adam had to be blessed. After he created Adam, in his, after his image and his likeness, he says, and God blessed them. And God said to them, God blessed them. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Then he said, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. He blessed them and he said, be fruitful. He said, multiply. He said, replenish the earth. He said, subdue it. Then he says, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. God bless them. You see why we pronounce blessings? God bless them. Because God knew that for them to be fruitful and multiply, he needed to pronounce blessings on their lives. Continue 29. Is that not powerful? That is from Genesis. This thing started where? From Genesis. Go to Genesis chapter 8. Quickly, we'll just be reading scriptures. I want you to see from the scriptures how this is so necessary, so important. Come on, shout glory. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Be fruitful in your marriage. Be fruitful. In your finances, Amen. be fruitful. Amen. In your business, Amen. be fruitful. Amen. Multiply. Amen. Subdue things. Amen. The one who subdues things has control over things. Subdue money. Subdue money. Look, say, I'm subduing money. I'm subduing. In dollars, in dollars. And in pounds, and in pounds. Shout glory. Genesis 8.20 Quickly, so that we can just read. We have a lot of readings. Oh, shout hallelujah. Oh, I said shout hallelujah. And Noah built after all the things that happened and the flood had come and had destroyed the earth. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Verse 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And this is a, this giving, this sacrifice. This is the power of sacrifice and offerings. The Lord smelled it. Noah gave offerings to the Lord. And the Lord smelled the offering. You know, God can smell your offering. Is that not strange and powerful? He made sacrifice and God smelled it. And the Lord said in his heart, I will, can you amplify this in a little bit? I will not again 
curse the, the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I against might anymore everything living as I have done. Verse 22. While the earth remain, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Uh-huh. Continue, 23. Is that not powerful? So, God blessed the earth because of Abraham's sacrifice. He blessed the earth. Whilst the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Then he says, and God blessed Noah and his sons. We are going to come to Genesis chapter 9, verse 1 to 2. And God blessed Noah and his sons. And said unto them. This is God speaking. Are you following? God blessed Noah and his sons. And said unto them. Be fruitful. Do you see there again? And multiply. And replenish the earth. So God had to bless Noah. God delivered Noah out of the flood. And others perished. But after that. He had to bless Noah. And said Noah. Be fruitful. And multiply and replenish the earth. Go to verse 2. And the fear of you, that's the blessings. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every fowl of the earth, upon all that moveth upon the earth and upon all the fishes of the sea. Into your hand are they delivered. Oh. I deliver great substance into your hands. Amen. This is your amen. It looks like it's a hungry amen. I say, I deliver great substance into amen. your hands. Amen. I deliver great things into your hands. Amen. Yeah. Now let's go to another scripture. Are you following the, the reading? You are just reading today. Genesis chapter 9 from verse 18. Oh, I love this thing. What do you guys think? Is it not powerful? The pronouncement of blessings. The invocation of blessings. On the blessed man. Invocation of blessings. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Continue. These are the three sons of Noah. And of them was the whole earth overspread. Uh-huh. Continue. Go to 25 quickly. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall be, shall he be unto his brethren. Continue 26. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem. This is Noah blessing his children. You know, Noah went to drink and was exposed. And one of his children saw Noah's nakedness. That's what the scriptures say. And the, he went to tell the others. The others refused to see and covered their father. So Noah was cursing the one who saw his nakedness and blessing. But I don't want to go into that because we are not talking about curses. There are a lot of books on curses. A lot of preaching on curses. How to break curses. How to do this on curses. That's why I'm not, I'm not even mentioning curses here. What do you guys think? There are a lot of preachings and things on curses. Curses on the firstborn. Curses of the uh, what? Family curse. Curses of something, something. Curses of, and all of that. 
And people are all around on the mountain somewhere struggling to break curses. You see. Those are teachings that are as a result of just depending on the Old Testament. That's why all those things come in. You know, can I tell you something? The cure to para, the cure to headache is paracetamol. Is that true? In the physical, medically. So if you call any of the doctors here and you say, my head aches. You say, do you have para there? Because he knows that when he gives you para, the headache will go. Who agrees with what I'm saying? Yes. The cure to darkness is light. Is that true? Yes, oh, are you in church? Yes, I want to hear your response. Are we online? Yes, okay. Are they also in church? Yes, so, the cure to darkness is what? It's light. The cure to death is what? It's life. The cure to a curse is blessings. So once you are blessed, you can't be cursed. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you see, the blessing of the Christian is the blessing of Abraham. It's not a blessing that the Christian worked hard to receive. It's a blessing by faith. Abraham believed God. And God gave him the blessing. And the scripture says anyone who believes in God the same way Abraham did, the same blessing that Abraham had, God gives to you. So once you believe in the Lord Jesus, He's giving us the same blessing. That blessing, the Abrahamic blessing, is the cure to any curse you can mention. So you don't need a curse to be broken again. You need blessings to be pronounced upon your lives. Did you hear what I said? So Christians are struggling left and right. All in the buying oil, pouring oil, breaking pot, breaking things because they are trying to break a curse. See, in the New Testament, we don't break a curse. I thought I'd hear an amen to that. But in the New Testament, we pronounce blessings on the blessed ones. So there will be manifestation of the blessing. Write it down. In the New Testament, and go and use it for your status. Instead of using dances and all, all those things for your status. People use dance for their status. They do their hair and they use it for their status. Some will buy shoe and they use it for their status. Use words like this for your status. Somebody did that and got a job out of it. Is that not true? Some did that and got some promotion out of it. So do proper statuses. Promoting the gospel. That's just by the way. But I said in the New Testament, we don't break a curse. In the New Testament, we pronounce blessings upon the blessed for there to be manifestations of the blessings. There is no curse that there, no curse is greater than the pronouncement of blessings by a spiritual authority, spiritual father, a man of God. Bridget, how are you doing? It's been, it's been a while. Why? You went into hiding or you went to get some food to eat? Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. What did I say? Who heard what I said here? <laughs> so I said in the New Testament, we don't do what? We don't break a curse. We do what? We pronounce blessings on the blessed one. For there to be the manifestation of the blessings. 
Is that not powerful? Now I said, there is no curse that is greater than the pronouncement of blessings. There is no curse that is greater. Whether curse from idols or curse from whatever curse they mention, there is no curse that is greater than the pronouncement of blessings from a spiritual authority. Somebody who has spiritual authority. Is that a powerful truth? Are you writing it down? Yes. So you are blessed. They say, my family, I don't get married. There's a curse like that. They have to break the curse. You are blessed with marriage. That's what we do. You are blessed with children. Some people, they say, in my house, we we don't live up to 30 years. What house are you talking about? What family are you talking about? That is why it's important to come to church and hear these messages for your life, for yourself. Amen. Because when you are born again, your family is the family of God. That's your real family now. Yes, you still have your parents, you still have all of that. But God looks at you from that angle. He traces your family lineage to Abraham and to himself as your father. That's why I say God is your father. Jesus is your brother. That's what the Bible says. Just you are born of God. You are born again. You are a child of God. You say, oh, what about my house? It says you belong to the household of faith. The household where faith prevails. I've taught all of these things before. Some of you, it's new to you, but I've taught all of these things. The household of faith. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Continue 27. Blessed be the Lord God of Shem. God shall enlarge Japheth. Kaya, Lift up your voice and speak in tongues right now. Speak in tongues. Just of two minutes. Just speak in tongues. Kele koso pratiseteya. Livo koso proto kosataya. Maliko so prandes eteli kataya. Legu safuta se pratisa. Lagadosh, lagadosh, lagadosh. Azifetej. Manta lagadosh. Are you here? It says, God shall enlarge Japheth. Say, God shall enlarge me. I bless you with enlargement. I bless you with enlargement. May God enlarge you. May God enlarge you. May God enlarge you. It says, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem. And Canaan shall be his servant. May all your enemies be your servants. May everything that stands against you be your servant. May any person that stands against you be your servant. May any situation that rises against you be your servant. May you rule over things. Continue. Is this not powerful? And Noah lived. Take us back to Genesis chapter 14. Verse 17. Brother Emmanuel, are you in church? Or are you recovering from a long trip? (laughs) What do you guys think? Shout hallelujah. I said I bless you. I said when you come to church and we don't prophesy on you. We don't say anything. We say you are blessed. Say amen. Amen. 
and go home with it. Dickness, are you here? Say, you are blessed. Say, amen. You go home with it. Maybe you, so every Sunday when you can just come and receive blessings. Say, Papa, I came for the blessings. Oh, I didn't hear glory to that. You come and say, Papa, I came for the blessings. Papa, I came for the blessings. Then I say, kneel down. I bless you with money. Say, amen. I bless a Nigerian guy with money. I feel that he's got the money and he's run away to Nigeria. <laughs> May you not run away when you get money. Amen. And the king of Sodom went out. So here, we know Abraham in Genesis, I think chapter 13. Chapter 13, let me check it out. We'll come back to 14. In Genesis, oh, what is this? In Genesis chapter 13, don't, don't go there. From verse 1 to 6. We are told that Abraham was blessed. And he went to Egypt. And he came out of Egypt with great substance. And from 1 to 6, I think 5, 6, he talks about how great Abraham and Lord's substance were. In gold. In cattle. And other things. God counted them. God wants you to be blessed so that he can count your assets. Did you hear what I said? The blessings of Abraham... It's a blessing that you count assets. It's not a blessing that you just say, I'm blessed. Oh, oh, I'm blessed. No. You count assets. You count the things you own. Say, I own cars. Man of God, I can dash you one. I own houses. This sister can stay in my two-bedroom for free. You own things. The Abrahamic blessings enables us to own things. Write it down. Because you read through and you see God, the Spirit of God counting the blessings. Since he was rich in gold, he had so and so cattle. That is the end of chapter 13, from verse 1 to 6. He had so and so sheep. He had so and so uh, maid servants. And you see throughout the scriptures, Abraham, even Job, David, Solomon. Because when you have those substance, you can promote the gospel. The reason, one of the main reasons why we talk about this, I know many pastors say, don't preach anything blessing, don't preach any prosperity, because they don't think about the, the spread of the gospel. It takes somebody experiencing the blessings to enable the gospel to spread. Did you hear what I said? The gospel is free, but it's very expensive too, in spreading it. So when the children of God are blessed, and they experience the blessings. And they have assets. And they are financially buoyant. And they have substance. Then the children of God can push the gospel. They will say, man of God, that branch, I'm the one building it. That's blessings. Man of God, the land for that branches, those branches, every branch you, you set up, just tell me, I'll buy a land for you. That's blessings. The one who is broke says, how will we do it? The one who is financially buoyant says, it is done. That's the language of riches. That's the language of wealth. The language of wealth is, it is done. The language of broke men is like, how do we go? Hey, Are you getting what I'm saying? So, desire... To be wealthy the kingdom way is not wrong. With the mentality of spreading the gospel. 
Write that down. Desire to be, to be what? To be wealthy the kingdom way with the mentality of spreading the gospel or spreading the kingdom. Yes, of spreading the, the, the kingdom. Shout glory. Whoever I just said. I said desire. Did I say desire? Yeah. Don't sit there and say be broke and say the poor will go to heaven, the poor will go to heaven. Don't be broke. Look at someone and say, don't be broke, sir. Says a year by this time, when we are having a meeting like this, and I come and meet you broke, and there's a problem. Because blessings have been pronounced over your life. I'm not hearing an amen to that. So Abraham was so blessed, that's what he's saying. But when Abraham went to fight, Abraham went to fight. And when he went to fight, he defeated the enemies. Because Lot was in trouble. And Abraham went to his rescue. After he defeated the enemy, he gathered all the substance and took tithes of it. When he took tithes of it, then the Bible says, God came to Abraham. God had already blessed Abraham and given him substance. Substance to the point where he could count the substance. But this time, God came to Abraham again. That was Melchizedek. The king of righteousness, the king of peace. Melchizedek came. And when he came and he met Abraham, the Bible says Abraham gave tithes to Melchizedek. When Melchizedek received tithes, that is why, and I have a message, I think I preach on that too, on tithes, on Melchizedek order of priesthood. It's also there among the blessings. So go and listen. I know there are ministers of the gospel who say, now we don't pay tithes in the New Testament. And all of that because they are in error. And if you follow such teachings, you enter into error. They said in the New Testament, we don't pay tithes. All the tithes have been paid. That is wrong. If Melchizedek had come in the Old Testament, then we would say that we don't pay tithes. But Melchizedek came in the pre-Old Testament. What we read here is not Old Testament, Genesis 14. It's before the Old Testament. So Melchizedek took tithes before the Old Testament. Not in the Old Testament. So tithes was not given in the Old Testament. Tithes was given in what pre-Old Testament. I've explained all of that. I even answered the question on that for 10 minutes. And asked Pastor Prince. Did you hear what I said? So I know people teach certain things like that, but it is wrong. I can't go into details. You can go and listen to it. And I explained the Melchizedek order of priesthood. How it relates with the Christian. And how it is different from the Levitical order of priesthood. The Aaronic and Levitical order of priesthood. Those are things for, for Christians who have come of age. So I taught it on Wednesday. Not on Sunday. So that you don't get confused in church. So I can't teach it today on Sunday again. What do you guys think? Because not many of us can grasp that. But you can go and listen to it. It's there. And the king of Sodom went out to meet after his return from the slaughter. Go to verse 18. Oh, shout glory. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. When Melchizedek was coming, God, he brought forth bread and wine. He wasn't coming empty-handed. And he was the priest of the most high God. So today, our, we give tithes to the same high priest. The high priest is Jesus Christ. 
Abraham our father gave tithes to Melchizedek. Who is a, a figure or a type of Christ Jesus. Do you get what I'm talking about? So Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek. We pay tithes to Jesus. They have the same priesthood. So tithes is for the priest. So you can only say tithes is over when priesthood is over. But priesthood is not over. Why? Because Jesus is called the minister of the heavenly sanctuary. It's a detailed teaching. It's not for children. So you can go and listen to it. What do you guys think? But let me just continue. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, that's why when you miss Wednesday services, you miss certain things too. You miss certain things. Especially if you miss and you don't go and listen. You are in that one there. Voila. Voila. So you hear anything everywhere and you believe and be practicing it. And that will be your end. They say they have itchy ears. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine and was a priest of the Most High God. Continue 19. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Do you see the blessings he said? Melchizedek, the priest, or the high priest, pronounced blessings on Abraham again. The man had substance. The question is, why? What, what did he need the blessings again for? Or the pronouncement of blessings for again? He already had substance. He was rich in gold. Yet Melchizedek pronounced blessings on Abraham again. That is why I said that the blessing is an accentuation. It's laying emphasis. It's making noticeable the pronouncement of blessings. So when we pronounce blessings, we are laying emphasis on the blessings. So Melchizedek blessed Abraham again and said, Blessed be Abraham, possessor of heaven and earth. Do you know what it means to be a possessor of heaven and earth? Abraham had gold and cattle, but he was not a possessor of heaven and earth. Levels of blessings. Say levels of blessings. Oh, say levels of blessings. The guy had cattle, gold, rich. His maid alone was, were, were, were about 300. Maid servants. 300 plus. When he was going to war, he went with his maid servants, the men involved. Says 300 men, follow me. He was feeding 300 men in his household every day. But he still gave his tithes. Some of you, you've not even started feeding your own self yet. You are listening to teachings of people who say don't pay tithe. <laughs> you don't know. Dog, what do you think? Is that not true? Then blessed man said, Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Blessed be you of the Most High God. Amen. Blessed be WCN of the Most High God. Amen. Blessed be Elder Godwin of the Most High God. Amen. Blessed be Sister Jem of the Most High God. Amen. Blessed be you of the Most High God. Amen. Possessor of heaven and earth. I said you are a possessor of heaven and earth. Amen. So he had money, but he was not yet a possessor of heaven and earth. Continue, verse 20. And blessed be the most high God who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abraham gave him tithes of all. Do you see it there? So if you don't pay your tithes, this is a scripture, pay it. Some people say in this church, you don't pay tithes because the man of God doesn't talk plenty about tithes. And all that. I've taught on tithes on a Wednesday service. 
Maybe you don't know. But you give your tithes. In fact, you don't give your tithes. You pay your tithes. It's like you pay your rent. Or you pay your bill. So once you eat your tithes for two, what? Two months, you are eating what belongs to Jesus Christ. He is our high priest. We are all priests here. We are called to the priesthood. We are born again. We are all called to the priesthood. This is so powerful. Is that powerful? We are king priests. But our, our master is the high priest. His name is Jesus. So tithe is given to the high priest. But the question is, who stands in place of the high priest? The man of God who is here. That's it. And, he bl- and blessed be them. Yesterday we read scripture about those spiritual ranks and all that. And blessed be the most high God which has delivered thy enemies into thy hand. Your enemies are already in your hands. Amen. I bless you. Your enemies are in your hands. Amen. And he gave him tithes of all. Is that not powerful? Let's see another scripture. Have you seen scriptures upon scriptures? This is so important. Is that not powerful? Genesis chapter 22. The same Abraham again. You see, Abraham, they know Jin Shirankuan. Or Jin Shirankuan. And Shirankuan Jibakope. Oh, they say they're my Jin Shirankuan. There are Christians who get one blessing. It's a job. Then that is all. A job blessing. They have ended their journey. A job blessing. They've ended their journey. Are you in church? Knock somebody say, Are you in church or you've gone home? Are you in church or you've gone home? Shout glory. glory. Is that not powerful? So Abraham received blessings, then received blessings again from Melchizedek, and received more blessings again from the angel of the Lord. Kale, Katalaba, speak in tongues wherever you are. Receive blessings. Be blessed in your finances. Be blessed in your body. Let even all the pets you have in your home be blessed. So, Abraham was asked to go and sacrifice his only son. I don't like the going and coming in the house. Let's all sit down. If you don't have anything to do at the back, you can come. Look for a seat here and sit there. Amen. Amen. Is that not powerful? powerful, Is that not powerful? powerful, Are you following what I'm saying? Abraham was asked to sacrifice his only son. The blessing came. Isaac was asked to sacrifice the blessing. Do you understand it? You get a car. It's a blessing. Then we say sacrifice the car. To some people, something will happen. I saw the number Jai. Hey, I saw for your son. Is that not true? You see, that is the, that's the mentality of Christians, and it's because we don't teach. We don't teach. It's like the same way you've gotten a, a, a this car, you've been waiting for it for about forty years, fifty years, or it's a jet, and the car has now come. Then God comes to you in your dream, or in your sleep. Or appears to you. <laughs> yes. And then tells you. And then tells you. Now take the jet and go and sacrifice. <laughs> That's what the brother is saying. So Abraham took 
the son. And he didn't inform the wife. The Bible says he refused to inform the wife. And woke up one day and said, And Isaac followed. And they were going, they took some something, something as if they were going to do some action. But he was on the way to sacrifice Isaac. But when he took Isaac there, the Bible says that when he was about sacrificing him, to just cut a long story short, because we have a lot of things, a lot of scriptures. When he was about sacrificing the son, then God said, Stop. Then God said, very powerful something. He says that, now I know that you fear me. And that thing always runs through my mind. Abraham has been working with God all these years. God has blessed him in gold, in cattle, in silver. He has made servants over 300. His house full of people, taking care of them, paying children, school fees, doing all kinds of things. Then Melchizedek blesses him. Then God tests him again. Then God says, now I know that you fear me. Then God gives me what you call the sworn blessings. That has also been taught in what? Effectuating the blessings or two immutable things. The sworn blessings. Why is that? You don't project the, the thing here when I say it. What is happening? You've gone home. Not the scripture. So it says, yes, two immutable things. Do you see the special series on the blessing? You can go and get it. They're so powerful. Maybe tomorrow we'll put it on the church pages. So come and say, God said that by myself have I sworn. By myself have I sworn that in blessing I will bless you. Oh, can we read it? Where is it? It says, by myself have I sworn, said the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing. So this blessing was a result of what he did. Because you have done this thing. And has not withheld your son. Your only son. Verse 22. You got a job. Come to church. You won't come to church again. You got just one job. Come to church. You are not coming to church again. You got 3,000 this uh, salary because of that. Now when we call you on the line, you say, oh, Sunday do. Oh, make a minimum Sunday Sunday. You receive one pronouncement of manifestation, one pronouncement of blessing. Now how will God add up? Do you think he will add up? That in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven. You see, this one is different from what Melchizedek said. This blessing is different. The words are different. Do you see there? The, that one says, Blessed be Abraham. It says, Possessor of heaven and earth. This one says that I will bless thee, and in multiply I will multiply thy seed. So this blessing has gone to his seed. The blessing of your seed. That is your children. After you. That's Abraham. God has blessed him to the point where he's blessing his children too. So he says that I'll multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand which is upon the seashore. Say amen to that. I also multiply your seed. As the stars of heaven. So when we say your seed is as the stars of heaven. It talks about your children are very great. It's not just... The stars where he's talking about, they are, they are plenty. Yes, they are plenty. But stars, and every nation you see a star. Is that not true? You see stars. Every person, wherever you come from, you see stars in the, cl- in the clouds or in the skies. It talks about, it connotes greatness. It's like when the scripture says, the seed of the righteous shall be mighty upon the earth. 
Those are blessings you pronounce on your children. Don't say when a nimbi. Is that a blessing? When a nimbi. That is why you must train yourself to talk well. Yes, sir. papa. That's a blessing because the papa is blessed. What do you guys think? Feels <laughs> like the mother. The mother too is blessed. <laughs> the mother is a Christian, is blessed, I know too. But pronounce blessings over the seed. You do that. That's why we pronounce blessing in the church. Because you are all my children. So I say you are blessed. You say amen. You also go home. With this understanding, you when you go home, you have children, put them down like this. Or you have cousins, or put them sit say, you let them even sit and sit, sit on the chair. It's time for blessings. You say, Mommy, what is that? I, say, I bless you. You shall be mighty upon the earth. In your school, you shall be mighty upon the earth. I bless you. You shall be mighty. The same way, say it over. Don't say, I said it to this, I'm saying something. No, say the same thing. You shall be mighty upon the earth. That's what he's saying here. They see it as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand which is upon the seashore. That talks, talks about multiplication. Multiplication, sorry. The, the sand which is upon the seashore. Multiplication. But stars means that everywhere your name is known. Do you know that people on earth that everywhere you mention they know their name? Huh? Says you shall be the star, your seed shall be as the stars. Your seed shall be as the stars. The same way everybody can see the star wherever. Anybody in Greece, in what? Paris, wherever. They see the star. In the same way your children's name shall be known everywhere. Shout an amen to that. So I declare your children's name shall be known everywhere. You may not look like that. When you look at your situation, say, hey, me, my children. Your children's name shall be known everywhere. They shall be global icons. Yes. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. Thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. I declare over you, your seed, your seeds are possessing the gates of their enemies. Amen. And you, you are possess, possessing the gates of your enemies. Is, is that not powerful? Do you know what this means? Defense. It says, yea, the Almighty shall be your defense. And shall have plenty of gold and silver. Defense. You, are, you have defense. You are not sitting down saying, uh, my auntie there is the reason why whenever I sleep I see my auntie and you'll be beating me and sometimes when I sleep I see my auntie and he's taking something from me and when I sleep and then, uh, I bless you yeah. if you're having those weird dreams I bless you from today yeah. possess the gates yeah. of your enemies yeah. uh, you are defended against you, are defend, you have defense shout glory. glory who understood what I just said is that not powerful so you see this one, blessings, Abraham, blessings, blessings, pronouncement. This is the third time. And he, God was pronouncing the blessings directly. This time it was an angel says, I bless you. Your seeds shall be like this. Amen. And Abraham received it. I explained that in the effectuating the Abrahamic blessing. I explained something there. Is that not powerful? Now let's go to Hebrews chapter, chapter 11, verse 20. We are reading scriptures on the pronouncement of blessings. If you sleep at this time, then there is a problem. What do you guys think? We are sleeping under blessings. 
Then what will you be sleeping under when you go and there are no blessings? You are sleeping under blessings. When we are pronouncing blessings, you are sleeping. I bless you. You shall not sleep in church. It's also a blessing. It's a blessing to be in church and not sleep. And receive the word of God. Is that not true? It's a blessing to be in church. Psalm 122 talks about that. I won't go into that because that's not what I'm talking about. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. Do you see it? By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. And Esau concerning things to come. This is Isaac's time. He was blessing Jacob. He was blessing Esau. His children concerning things to come. Verse 21. By faith, Jacob also, when he was a dying, or when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph, worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. He blessed both. This is so powerful. Is this not powerful? Let's go to that scripture right now. Genesis. Hey, yes, Genesis. Quickly. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau. See what happened there. But we won't read all. Genesis. Is this not powerful? Chapter 49. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1 to 2. Oh, shout glory. glory. See, I'm walking in the Abrahamic blessings. I'm, I'm not ordinary. I am not ordinary. See, see, I'm not ordinary. I'm not ordinary. I'm walking in the Abrahamic blessings. I'm not walking in lack. See, I'm not walking in lack. I'm prosperous. I'm walking in wealth. I'm spreading the gospel. I'm spreading the kingdom. I'm living in the Abrahamic blessings. It's functioning in my life. Look around, you see, it's functioning in my life. It's functioning in my life. Yeah, it's functioning. Shout glory. So he said, and Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that we shall befall you <laughs> in the days to come. Is that not powerful? Where are we on Isaac? And go to 27, Genesis 27. Let's go to Isaac, not Jacob. Genesis chapter 27, rather. Verse 25 to 29. We're going to do some readings here. Just look at it. It's so powerful. Genesis 27. Are you there? This, and he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison. Now, this was Isaac. He wanted to bless his children, Jacob and Esau. But he wanted to bless Esau. Because Esau was the firstborn. So he, t- he said, he told Esau to go and get some venison. See, venison and bring it. Cook some meal. Go, go get some uh, antelope. Cook some meal. Bring it. And when he eats and he's satisfied. So it looks like in, even in the scripture sometimes the, the, the God and even the men of God have to eat and be satisfied before they bless. That's what he said. He said, bring me my son, bring venison. He says, and he said, bring it near to me and I will eat of my son's venison that my soul may bless thee. That is why it's good to give. You are not a giver. We don't bless you. Even men of God don't like blessing those who don't like giving. When you're a giver in the church, they bless you. So if somebody tells you, don't give, I don't give. Those people don't give. And you also say, yes, 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 yes. Eat all your food for yourselves. And eat all your blessings for yourselves. So it says that, bring me. And what I'm saying is not from the scriptures. Or maybe I'm writing another book somewhere. Are we reading from another book somewhere? You see some book somewhere here. It says, bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, 
that my soul may bless thee. Do you understand? And he brought it near to him, and he did eat, and he brought him wine, and he drank. So that he ate and drank. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's powerful. Let's go to the next verse. Let's jump to verse. Where are we? Let's go to 29. 25 to 29. 25 to 29. 25 to 29. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near, come near now. After Isaac ate and was satisfied, he said, Come near now. Do you see that all the things we are talking about has to do with words? Have you realized that? There's no touch in it. No touch. There's no, do you see there's no prayer here? I'm praying for you. Your children shall be this. Is that what we are reading? No, I said, is that what we are reading? I'm praying for you. Your children shall be as the stars of the earth. As the stars of the earth. Is that what we are reading? I'm praying for you. Be a possessor of heaven. Is that what we are reading? Words of blessings. Words being uttered. And it's important that we even as pastors cultivate that. How to use words. How to use words. And Christians must believe, must know and understand how to receive these words. Because you bless somebody, he says, oh, and then papa mom paya mamio. Is that what he said there? There's a role of prayer. And it's a role of the pronouncement of blessings. So it's important we understand these things. Even as pastors, leaders of churches, so we can pronounce blessings on people. People can bring you a seed. You don't pray for the person. When a person gives you a seed as a pastor, as a leader, you don't pray for the person. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I say you don't do what? We don't pray for the person. We pronounce blessings on the person. Fun our tongues, No, pronounce blessings. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now. Because he was satisfied. Come near now and kiss me, my son. 27. Mm-hmm. And he came near. This time, Jacob was taking the blessing from Esau. Jacob had acted as if he was Esau. To swindle Esau of the blessings. That is how we put it for now. I don't want to go into details of that. But you know the story. How Jacob swindled Esau of his blessings. But it's a prophetic word that was going to happen. And Isaac was old and called Esau. And Jacob heard about it. And Jacob went ahead of Esau to take the blessings. But I want you to see how important it was. Are you in church? How important it was. How, this, how important the pronouncement of blessings was over here. And he said, he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. The smell of my son. Is the smell of a field where the Lord has blessed. He started speaking the blessings. He was now satisfied. And he started speaking the blessings. He wasn't hungry. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. <laughs> Verse 28. Knock somebody and say, Are you following these teachings? Uh, Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven. May God give thee of the dew of heaven. Yes, May your smell be the smell of a. Uh, of the field which the Lord has blessed. Amen. May your smell be the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Amen. May the Lord give you the dew of heaven. Amen. And the fatness of the earth. 
When it says that, oh, the deal of heaven means whatever you do, prospers. The fatness of the earth has to do with things on the earth. You, you own everything. And plenty of corn and wine. 29, quickly. 29. It says, let people serve thee. I declare, I speak, I pronounce blessings. Lift up your right hand. Let people serve you. Let people serve you. Let nations bow down to you. Let nations bow down to your business. Let nations bow down to your what? Everything you do, let nations bow down to you. Let nations bow down to WCN. Be Lord over your brethren. He was talking to his child. He was blessing his child. He was pronouncing blessings. Hey! He could have given him assets. This is the land that I have. Now I'm old. Can you sell all the land? It's good. Because it says a great, a, a, a good man or a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So leaving an inheritance to your children is a blessing. You read what I said? And your parents leaving an inheritance to you is a blessing. So regardless of what you are doing by yourself, when an inheritance is left to you, take it. It's a blessing. But Christ said it's a curse not to take it. But it's a blessing to take it. You read what I said? So when your father leaves you land, take it. Say thank you father. For blessing me. When he gives you a phone, you take it. Say, thank you for. You take it. Because a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And all of you men here, you should leave an inheritance to your children's children. That's why it's important not to be broke. And let your children's children come and now start, begin to begin life. So you are now beginning life. What happened? Your, my grandchildren, my grand, grandfather, he, he used all our monies to chase women. And he was so rich and he used all for uh, lady. These people sit there and gave, bought, built houses and even gave to sister so and so and gave to sister that and then sister. And now we have all become broke. It's a curse to do that. It's a curse. It's a curse to be rich and use all your money and your wealth, spend it on women and other things. And squander it like a prodigal son and leave nothing to your children. Your children's children. It's a curse. But it's a blessing to leave an inheritance toward your children's children. It's a blessing. So when your father leaves you an inheritance, take it. Your father says, these two bedrooms belong to you. You say, yes sir, thank you daddy. Don't say, oh, it's two bedrooms, it's too old. And you know, no, take it. It's a blessing that he left it for you. If you I thought you shout amen to that. Amen. I'm teaching you good like this. You have not sown a seed to you, say amen to what do you guys think? So it says, let people serve thee. And let nations bow down to you. Be Lord over your brethren. Be Lord over your brothers. Amen. Hey. And let thy mother's sons bow down to you. I speak into your life. Amen. Your mother's sons are bowing down to you. Amen. I speak into your life. You are Lord over your brethren. Amen. It says, curse be everyone that curse you. And blessed be everyone that bless thee. So if anyone... Anyone should curse Jacob. Will be, the curse will return back to the person. Because he has received blessings. This curse is anyone that cursed you. And blessed be everyone that blessed you. If anyone ever blessed Jacob. Ever blessed Jacob. You see, let me tell you, that is why Laban was blessed. Jacob went to work for Laban. And Laban got blessed. And Laban said that I know that this blessing I'm experiencing is because of you. The same happened to Joseph. 
Oh, we'll go to Joseph's story. When Jacob was blessing Joseph. This is Isaac blessing Jacob. Then Jacob blessed Joseph. Joseph too. The same thing. In Potiphar's house. Potiphar said, I know I have become blessed because of you. Why? His father had received this kind of blessing. Where's That the one who cursed you is cursed. The one who blessed you is blessed. When Laban got angry and was going to chase Jacob. Because Jacob was leaving. God appeared to Jacob, uh, Laban and said that make sure you don't touch that young man. God came to Laban and warned him that he was going to touch Jacob because his father Isaac had pronounced blessings. Don't you see? He says, by faith, Isaac pronounced blessings. By faith. He was a, Isaac was a man of faith. He was a spiritual man. Man of authority. Even though he was dead, nobody could touch his child. God would appear on his behalf even though he was dead and gone. Did you hear what I said? I thought this would be powerful for you. It's powerful. That's why I'm taking my time. If you receive this one, the weekend has been supernatural. I'm not hearing an amen to that. It says, Cursed be everyone that cursed thee. And blessed be everyone that blessed thee. So anyone who ever met Jacob to give him a seed, or to give him a phone, or to give him a shoe, that person will receive blessings in return. And anyone who said, let us curse this man. As they curse, the curse will bounce back on them. That's, that is your story in the name of Jesus. Blessed be everyone that blessed you. And cursed be everyone that cursed you. Says, let thy mother's sons bow down to you. Hey, look at Wes. He did not leave him Rolls Royce. He left him with Wes. Did you hear what I said? And when we talk about the story of Jacob, you, you realize it. He became so rich. So blessed. This is not the only blessing Jacob experienced. I would let you see some. The, the, the pronouncement of blessings on Jacob. This was the beginning. Continue. Let's go quickly. Are you hearing something today? Let's go to 30 to 32. And it came to pass, as soon as Isaac had made an end of the blessing, an, an end of blessing Jacob, as soon as Isaac finished the blessing, of Jacob. And Jacob was yet scarce gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father. That Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. Then Esau also came. Continue. 30. So as soon as Jacob left Isaac, after receiving the blessings, he did not receive cash in the account. He received the blessings, pronouncement of blessings. I want you to put value on it. That's why I'm emphasizing on it. Do you understand? Jacob did not receive cash in the account. He received what? So it says, And he also had made savory meat and brought it unto his father and said unto his father, Let my father arise and eat of his son's venison that thy soul may bless me. Esau to has brought his own. He says, Father, eat my venison and let your soul bless me. Go to verse 32. Wahala was happening here. What do you guys think? 32 quickly. Are you watching the reading? Don't just sit in church and watch my face. Pick this thing. It's very important to me. And Isaac, his father, said unto him, Who art thou? Who are you? And he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn, Esau. Go to 33. And Isaac... Oh, that is why we could have read it very quickly. I wanted to see these things here. 
Listen, Isaac, his father, trembled very exceedingly. He started trembling. Why will Isaac be trembling? Something has happened. <laughs> Isaac started trembling after hearing that this is Esau. And said, who? Where is he that hath taken venison and brought it me? And I have eaten of all before thou camest. And I have blessed him. Yea, he shall be blessed. It means the worst have already been released. They can't be taken back. He started trembling. His father started trembling. It shows you the importance that Isaac had or attached to the pronouncement of blessings. Did you hear what I said? It shows you the importance that Isaac attached to the pronouncement of blessings. Such that he had already blessed Jacob. And when he saw came, he started trembling. He has released it to the person that he didn't want to release to. But he's already released it. It can't be taken back. I bless you. I bless you. I bless everything you touch. Every idea of yours is blessed. And it's fruitful. Every idea of yours produces results. Continue. 34. Is this not so powerful? And when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry. Why did he cry? The father didn't say, I've given all the properties I have to Jacob. Is that what Isaac said? No. But he started crying. Because of the power in pronounced blessings. The power. The effect of pronounced blessings. And when he saw, peace, I bless you. Is that how to receive amen? You say amen, amen, amen. The amen has no force. And when he saw, heard the words of his father, he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father, bless me, even me also. Oh, my father, bless me. <laughs> Started crying and begging for blessings. The old, old, three Old Testament men, or the patriarchs, their children were asking for pronouncement of blessings. They were crying for it. Because there is power in it. That is how come in, in Hebrews, it says that by faith, Isaac blessed. He brings it back for us to see. That we can bless you by faith. We may not see anything about you. You can bless by revelation. When we see your future. And we bless you based on what we see. We may not also see anything. But by the word of God, we bless you. All will work. All will take effect. So when Esau heard the words of his father, he cried. Continue. 35. Who is getting blessed by this teaching? Getting blessed by this teaching. When we bless your marriage, all the troubles will be over. It's a blessing. I'm saying we bless. That's what he said. When you enter the house and they receive you, what do you say? Peace be upon this house. That's a blessing. So when I come to your house and you receive me, I say, Peace be upon your house. Amen. Peace be on your family. Peace be on your husband. If there are too much fighting, there will be peace. But I said, Peace be upon your house. But if I say peace be upon your house and your husband or your wife too did not receive me, the peace will come to me. That's how it works. Is that not what we read yesterday? Say, unto whatever house city you enter, once they receive you, you say peace be upon the house. That's the first thing you say. And we say peace is what? What did we say it was? Exemption. Exemption from struggle. So when we say that, 
And maybe, even though I'm in your house, I'm sitting on your what? On your couch or whatever it is. Or even I'm sitting anywhere I'm sitting. In a garden somewhere with you. And somebody in the house does not receive me. The one who receives, the blessing will come on the, on the person. The one who does not receive, so it's not like a competition. Obi Ajenedie. You understand? So once this one does not receive, it says that peace will bounce back to me. So that I can carry it back to somebody else. What do you guys think? And he said, Thy brother came with subtlety and has taken away thy blessing. Oh, 36. Continue. And he said, It's not he rightly named Jacob, for he has supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, Has thou not reserved the blessing for me? Has thou not reserved the blessing for me? 37. Uh-huh. And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy Lord. See, see, what you are doing here, you may be sitting here and be taking, taking it for granted because you've not straight into prayers and Papa is giving prophecy. Today, even to that prophesy today. Go home with the blessings. Yeah. Look at what he's saying here. He said, Behold, I have made him your Lord. Ask somebody this question. Ask him. Say, how did he make him his Lord? How did Isaac make Jacob Esau's Lord? Through his words. So by speaking those words, he had established Jacob as Lord over Esau. And it cannot be changed. So we make you Lord through our words. The word Lord means what? It means master. Master over. So he has made Jacob master over Esau. And it cannot be changed. Say, see, I have, behold, it means see, I have made you, I have made him, what? Your Lord. I have made him your Lord. And all his brethren have I given to him for servants. Oh. All his brethren are his servants. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. That's blessings of plenty things. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? 38. Oh, this is so. Is this not powerful? The power in pronounced blessings. The power. The power in pronounced blessings. And he said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father? Bless me. Even me also, oh my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. 39. Weeping over blessings. Weeping over blessings. Pronounced blessings. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, because he had to say something. Thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. Continue 14. And by thy sword shall thou live. So we are with you. You live by your sword. And shall serve thy brother. He still continued again. He shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have dominion that thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. It means that his yoke was on his neck. 
Oh, I bless you with the dew of heaven. I bless you with opportunities. I bless you with money. I bless you with assets. I bless you with expansion, enlargement, growth. You can't have one business. I can't have one church. You also can have one business. Situated somewhere in Kaswa. Says, uh-huh. that's where my business is. When they talk about your business, say, where, which one are you talking about? May that be your language. Amen. Which one of the businesses? The one in Canada or the one in uh, what? Uganda or the one in Ghana or the one? Where, which one are you talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about? I see all of you very blessed. Amen. Wealth, they are all coming into your hands. Amen. Into your pockets. Amen. Your businesses, as small as it may be, says though your beginning be small, yet your latter end should greatly increase. So your end may be, your beginning may be small now. You are patching somebody. You are in some two bedrooms. You are in some single room. You are in some kind of rent. You are in, you, you understand? You are using some trottle, whatever it is, your, 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 though your beginning be small, I pronounce blessings. Your latter end should greatly increase. Thou shalt break the yoke, 41. And Esau hated Jacob. Is that not powerful? Who has heard something? When we bless you, we are in, invoking the, the kind of Blessings that we see in your future is powerful. Go to Genesis chapter 35, verse 9 to 11. Today we are reading. Who is reading with me? Follow the reading and take it serious. Take it serious. Genesis 35. You know, Jacob had been blessed. Is that true? Genesis chapter 35, from verse 9 to 11. Jacob had been blessed. Who saw it here that Jacob was being blessed? Was blessed by who? By Isaac. Isaac, his father, blessed him. So Isaac blessed Jacob. Do you understand? But look at something here. And God appeared unto Jacob again. God already appeared unto Jacob where he wrestled with him. The angel of the Lord came to Jacob in a dream. And there was a wrestling. And he says that if you do not bless me, I will not let you go. Jacob had already blessed him. I'm trying to see that the bless- it's not just one time blessing. Jacob already, uh, Isaac already blessed Jacob. Then Jacob now flees from the house because Esau was, was pursuing him. And then on his way somewhere, somewhere, as he put his head to sleep, he, has, he had a dream. And the angel of the Lord struggles with him. He wrestles with an angel of the Lord. And it was about to be daybreak. And the angel, they were, he was wrestling with the angel. And the angel said, Is that not strange and powerful? The angel says, it's about to be daybreak. Let me go. Then Jacob says that, no, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And then the angel blesses him. But we won't go into that. Then after that, he went to his uncle. Worked for his uncle. Became very rich. He, he became so rich that his uncle also became rich. Do you understand? He was working for his uncle's company. And he became so rich. The blessing worked in the company. Such that the, the uncle became rich because of Jacob. And then he was coming home. And when he came home, he was here. Came back from the uncle, from the uncle Laban. 
and God appeared unto Jacob again. When he came out of Padam, Padan Aram and blessed him. Now go to verse 10. This is so powerful. I want you to see. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called any more Jacob. But Israel shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. So he changed his name. Continue, huh? He changed his name. Is that not powerful? He changed his name. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful. So he received from his father. He's receiving from God also. That's what happened to Samuel. He was receiving from God also in his dream. That's not the same thing that happened to Brother Sam yesterday when he was sharing it here. Or some of you were not here. If you were here, let me see your hand here. The same thing. God appearing to him and saying, now the door is open. That's what it's not. God, I'm God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A, a nation and a company of nations. <laughs> a nation and company of nations shall be of thee. And kings shall come out of thy loins. Kings are coming out of your loins. Amen. You know we are talking about prominent men on the earth. Your, your children are prominent men. Amen. Are you hearing that? This, this one, you can even go open it. That's why it's good to write it down and listen. Open it and say the same, take it like this. And say, look into the Bible and say it on the children. You don't have to do Baba. Just take it and say, that's faith. Do you understand? You don't have to see the future. Say, I've seen the future of my children. This one will become a doctor. That one will become a lawyer. That one will become this. You might not really see anybody's future. But you can create their future. With these scriptures, you pick them out and speak them. Oh, did you hear what I said? That's all. That's Jacob's blessing again. Jacob receives, he says, Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee. I speak to you too. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee. You say we are WCN nation. That's not true. Yes, sir. A nation and a company of nations shall be of us. Amen. And shall be of all of you under the sound of my voice. Yes. You shall be so great. So great that even the great calls you great. Amen. You shall be so wealthy that even the wealthy shall call you wealthy. Amen. Instead of Job. That he was the richest among all the richest people in his days. It's never too late. It's never too late. Now let's go to another scripture. Should we go to another scripture? Yes, sir. Now, this scripture is all the scriptures, the next scriptures I'm sharing are so powerful. Eh? This is Jacob blessing Joseph and blessing the sons of Joseph. So powerful. Go to Genesis, the same Genesis. Are we continuing? Yes, sir. Genesis chapter 49, from verse 1 to 2. We will be done very soon. Come on, shout glory. Are you in church this Sunday? So you didn't just come to church to sit down. You are receiving words of blessings. This is like giving you Mercedes Benz. It's more than it. It's like giving you what? G wagon. It's more than G wagon. Words of blessings. Words of blessings. Words of blessings. You can no longer be idle. They are calling you for a job. Receive a job offer. Be blessed with a job offer. Amen. You can't be idle. 
Whatever business you do, may it multiply. Amen. I said, may it multiply. Amen. Whatever idea, let it multiply. Amen. May you go from nations to nations, Amen. establishing your ideas Amen. and establishing your businesses. Amen. Come on, shout glory. glory. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, gather yourself together that I may tell you that we shall befall you. This is a long reading, so we won't read that side. And he called Reuben and he cursed Reuben. Thou art my firstborn. Thou shalt not excel. Unstable as water. Curse Reuben. Curse. And it worked. It worked. It worked. And Joshua cursed Jericho. It worked. Just anyone who tries to build this city up, back, will build the city at the expense of his sons. The person who tried it buried the sons. It worked. But you see, Jesus said, bless and curse not. That's why the New Testament is very different. It says, bless and curse not. Just bless and curse not. So we bless. We are talking about blessings. We are not talking about cursing. Cursing. I curse you. And you, I'm cursing you. Hey, if you have been cursing, cursing, stop it. You are born again. <laughs> do you hear what I'm talking about? If Jesus is the Lord of your life, what he says is what you do. He says, bless and curse not. So you bless and you don't curse not. Don't care. He wants us to pronounce blessings because Jesus loves people. He wants to see their lives change. So every time He wants us to bless, we can discipline you, rebuke you, and still bless you. We can correct you and still bless you. Shout glory. glory! And you also receive the blessings. So where are we going to? Okay, so let's go to verse. 10 to 12, quickly. Quickly, 10 to 12. The scepter shall not depart, was blessing Judah here. Since the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Silo come. That's Christ Jesus. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. See? Do you see it there? Isaiah said the same thing. Unto him shall the gathering of the people be. See, unto Jesus shall the gathering of the people be. But it was a blessing of Judah. Do you understand? He was pronouncing blessing. This one it was by revelation, not just by faith. Jacob was seeing their future and was speaking their future. He was bringing their future or creating their future so that when he's no longer there, that future will be seen in their lives. He was pulling the future into the now. So he says, Unto Jesus shall all the garden of the people be. But he was speaking to Judah. Continue. Binding his foal unto the vine, and his ass colt unto the choice vine. He washed his garment in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes. Do you see there? He's talking about Jesus. Continue. His eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. 13. That's Zebulon. Let's move. We are not going to Zebulon. I just wanted you to see Judah's own. Now go to 23 to 27. That's Joseph. Let's come to Joseph and Joseph's son. Joseph's son's own, own is so interesting. Do you want to hear the story? Or you want to go home and watch football? The archers have sorely grieved him, talking about Joseph, and shot at him and hated him. He was referring to Jacob, Joseph's brothers when they hated him. Continue 24. But his bow abode in strength. May your, may your bow abide in strength. Do you know what that means? It means that you can go through troubles, tr- uh, challenges, 
and still be standing. That is what happened to Joseph. So he was blessing him that his boy abode, even though his brothers shot at him. His boy abode in sin. And, his, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. May that same thing happen to you. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. 25. Even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Gosh. Continue. 26. The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph, the blessings on the... May blessings be on your head. Amen. And on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. 27. What a blessing. Benjamin shall, re- shall raven as a wolf. That's Benjamin's blessing. Is that powerful? The same Joseph. Now let's go to Genesis 48. 11 to 22. Genesis 48. Joseph and his sons. Are you hearing? Are you writing something down? Genesis 48. So when you wake up and say, I'll be so blessed that even the blessed will call me blessed. You are talking. Are you talking? And Israel said, Israel, that's Jacob, said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face. And lo, God has, that's when he came, when he met Joseph. God has showed me also thy seed. Give me the NIV of this reading. I want to see how powerful it is. So if you're a parent, bless your children. Bless them from pregnancy. Bless them. You speak, you this child. You are a blessing. You shall always listen to my voice as I speak. What do you guys think? <laughs> Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see your face again. Now God has allowed me to see your children too. Mm-hmm, verse 12. Verse 12. Then Joseph removed them from Israel's knees because the children were in between his knees. He removed them to Boys, Manasseh and Ephraim, and bowed down with his face to the ground. This is Joseph. Is this Joseph? He removed the children from his knees. And yes, the word did I say? So when we are blessing you, you say Amen. When we say we bless you, we bless you. You kneel down. You can kneel down and say Amen. When we say we bless you, you can lie down. You say Amen. That's how serious it should be. Especially if you are going to a lot of troubles and we bless that one, you must even lie down and roll. Then Joseph removed them from Israel's knees and bowed down with his face to the ground. Mm-hmm. Continue. And Joseph took both, both of them, Ephraim on his right toward Israel's left, left hand, and Manasseh on his left towards Israel's right hand, and brought them close to him. Verse 14. So he brought the children, Manasseh, and he put Israel, Jacob's right hand, on, Ephraim, uh, on, 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 on Manasseh. And left hand on Ephraim. That was what Joseph did. But look at what Jacob did. But Israel reached out his right hand and put it like this. Like this. He put it on Ephraim's head. He put the right hand on the younger one. And put the left one on the elder one. Though he was the younger. And crossing his arms, he put his left hand on Manasseh's head. Even though Manasseh was the firstborn. Go to 15. Then he blessed Joseph and said, he blessed Joseph and said, May the God before whom my, my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, 
The God who has been my shepherd all my life. What a testimony. The God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day. Uh 16. The angel who has delivered me from all harm. May the angel who has delivered me from all harm. May he bless this voice. May they be called by my name. And the names of my father's Abraham. He was, he was speaking as he has crossed his arms. With his right hand on the younger one, Ephraim. And his left hand on who? Manasseh. The firstborn. And was blessing them. May they be called by my name. And the names of my fathers. Abraham, Isaac. And may they increase greatly upon the earth. Verse 17. See what happens. When Joseph, because Joseph was already on the floor. Receiving his own blessings. So when Joseph saw his father placing his right hand on Ephraim's head, he was displeased. So he took hold of his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. So he was moving the right hand from Ephraim's head, the younger one's head, to put it to the firstborn, Manasseh's head. Because he had done this. And his right was on the younger one. And his left was on the, what, the elder one. The power in pronounced blessings. When Joseph saw that, he was displeased. Why was he displeased? Because he knew that whatever his father was going to say was going to come to pass. He knew the power in the father's pronouncement of blessings. He knew it. So even in the church, you must be careful you don't do things against the man of God you are under. It's very important. When Joseph saw his father placing his right hand, he was displeased. So he took hold of his father's hand. Is this not a powerful scripture? Is, do you know why we are reading all of this? Because if I say go, write it down, go and read. When you go, the next thing is to watch a football match. By the time you finish watching the football match and it's 8 o'clock, the next thing is to grab some water and eat. Then you sleep. Do you understand? So you must read it here. Who wants to read it here? So when Joseph saw his father place, he was displayed and went continue verse 18. Oh, I'm just enjoying this whole thing. Who is enjoying it with me? Yeah. Yeah. We are not ordinary. Look at someone and say, I'm not an ordinary person. Look at yourself say, I'm not ordinary. Say, I'm not ordinary. Not ordinary. Yeah. Say, there's a blessing on my life. Don't you see? See, see, see don't, you see, don't you see there's a blessing on my life? Oh, look at this. Don't you see the blessing? You are seeing with the eye of the flesh. See with the eye of faith. Say, see, I'm full of blessings. Say, see, I'm full of blessings. I'm full of blessings. See the blessing, the, the, the load of blessings I've received even in this, in this church right now. I've received loads of blessings. Is that not true? Joseph said to him, no, my father, this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. He was directing his father. He says, put your right hand on, this, on his head. He is the firstborn. He is Manasseh. Look at what the father said. Wow. Verse 19. The scripture is... I don't... Aren't you enjoying the scriptures like this? When you study the Bible, then you'll be sleeping. Hey! People wonder, what do we do with the scriptures that we know? This is what we do. If you know this, you do it. I've said it before. I say, if you have a business, you go, you enter a kiosk, you enter, you close it. You have instruments that you used to work with. You're a photographer, you are this. You enter your whatever, you enter the place, you speak in tongues, you declare I'm not only going to own you. You are too small to be owned by me. I'm too big. A blessed person like this. You are giving me this, this four by four 
four by what? Quarter studio. No, 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 no. I'm having studios all over Ghana. You speak those words. You declare great customers are coming here. Don't just sit down there and just be hoping for nothing. When you do that, you are, you are provoking the operations of the supernatural. When you do that. When you are doing nothing, nothing will happen. You have to do something for something to happen. Did you hear what I said? You have to do something for something to happen. Sitting there and crossing your legs and say, oh, hey, nothing will happen, master. Change from today if you are like that. When you enter your shop, pray, speak in tongues, and pray for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Lock yourself, speak in tongues. Don't go and take oil and be sprinkling. And I'm oil, be sprinkling, oil, sprinkling. Speak in tongues. Did you hear what I said? You enter your shop, you speak and you lock yourself. 9 to 9.15 or 9.20, what do you do? You speak in tongues. You make declaration over all the goods here. This, all these goods are sold in the name of Jesus. Somebody is coming to buy all at once. Some business people are asking for it. I declare, I'm a supplier to many. I bless this business to prosper. But his father refused. He said, I was doing business. I employed somebody. When a person came, he was doing juju. I don't know what happened. My legs are swollen. Which church have you been attending? Tell us. Which church? Because it's not WCN. <laughs> or maybe you, so you don't come to church. You come once a once about 500 years. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He too will become a people. And he too will become great. Nevertheless, his younger brother will be greater than he. And his descendants will become a group of nations. Wow. So when I put my right hand on you, there must be blessings. When I put my left, left hand on you, you say, Papa, no, switch, switch. <laughs> Child glory. Your parents must bless you. It's important. Your parents must bless you. Your parents must bless you. You may be living with your parents. There's Christmas coming. Do something. Talking about biological parents. Me, if you don't do something, I'll come and chase you in the dream. Christmas is coming. Do something for your spiritual parents. Nothing is too big for spiritual parents. Do you understand? Do something for your biological parents. When you have money. Some people have money. They abandon their parents. They go and sit somewhere and enjoy all with friends. No. Buy something tangible. Go to them. Maybe a cloth. Maybe something. A phone. And give to them. It's a Merry Christmas. Or something small you can buy based on your purchasing ability. Is that not true? And you buy and give it to them. Do you understand? Don't choose father over mother. Mother over father. Those don't be in a, a, that kind of thing. Bless all of them. You're a Christian. And when you do that, they will bless you. When you do that, don't just do that and go. When you do that, kneel down. If they, are, if they, they, they let them do something before you go. They will bless you. The more you do something for your parents and they are blessing you, it also works. The more you also do things for your man of God and he's also blessing you or she's blessing you or pastors, you're also blessed. But do something on occasion. It's Mother's Day. You don't have anything, but you can do small, small for your mother. Small, small, small. 
The least you can do is to buy credit. Buy credit. How much is, do we still use recharge card? How much is recharge card? I don't buy a recharge card because somebody sent me a recharge card. Uh, what are credits? Maybe I want credit. I just call in. If I send message, send me credits. Send me credits. Is that not true? Why should I go and buy credits when I have plenty of children? Very soon, I won't buy a car. I say, send, can send me a car. Send. That's what I'm teaching you now. Yes, sir. It's what I manual in this church. When I say, send me a car, you tell me your wife too needs a car. I'm talking to you while you're not married. Is that not true? I say, send me a car from wherever. You say, you say Papa, my wife too said, I should send it. When, when the, that one is done, then I'll, I'll come and do your own. Ah. But bless your wife. Doesn't mean you don't have to bless your wife and your husband. Amen. Don't say, Papa, say, we shouldn't bless our wives and our husband. No. What do you say, Mama? What do you guys think? <laughs> But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. Is that not powerful? Now let's switch. Do we have time? No, we don't have time. Let's go to Numbers chapter 22, verse 12. Numbers 22, verse 12. I have some three scripture readings and then we are done. Today is a special day. Today is not our normal service. What do you guys think? So we close. That's why we are, we, we, we not close the time we close. We close at what time, dog? Every Sunday, what time do we close? What time? 9.30. So today we are here. 9.30, what time you come? We are pond at Aquare Caulfield. So we say, because today I came to church, we've been so late. So next week I'll come late. By the time you come, we have closed and we are on the field. What do you guys think? Yeah. Next week we have World Changers Conference. So we'll just be doing a teaching. Shout glory. glory. Numbers 22, verse 12. But God said to Balaam, you know this uh, whole issue about Balaam and Balak, where the people of Israel were many. They had been so blessed because they are the seed of Abraham. And this Jacob who is blessing people, Isaac and Jacob, and it was after the flesh, and they have been so blessed. And they were defeating their enemies. And they defeated a particular enemy. Some whole town. They defeated them in war. They are called the Amorites. After they defeated the Amorites, they pitched their tent in another nation around some corners, some uh, borders, like the border of Nigeria, like that. And they were moving to Nigeria to go and defeat Nigerians too. And those people are the Moabites. So when the king of Moab saw that these people have come, he started, he was afraid, started shaking. So these people have come after defeating the Amorites, then they would, they would turn all of us into blood. He said it. So, I need somebody who can stop them. Then his messenger says, there is one prophet there, his name is Balaam. When he speaks, it comes to pass. Let us go and bring that Balaam. When he speaks to these children, they will all collapse and die. They will not be able to defeat us. Then the king said, okay, let's go. Go and bring him. They went to Balaam. That's the whole story. When they went to Balaam, he wanted to go and God said to him, do not go with them. You must not put a curse on those people. Why? Because they are blessed. But Balaam still, after, after this encounter, now so ding. Prophet, I swear ding. So some of the people say prophet and prophet. Some of prophets, I must swear ding. That's why you see some genuine prophet and then something will just come and say prophet to you, why is he prophet to you, why is he? Some of them is because of this. Because it's like Balaam. Doesn't mean that he was not a prophet or he's not a prophet. He says, do not go with them. Now let's, let's go to what happened. Until the point where he still insisted he wanted to go, 
The king offered him gold. He said, no, I can't go. God has come to me. God said I shouldn't come go and, and curse those people. I can't curse them. Balak still insisted and sent his princes and elders. They went to see Balaam. Then Balaam sat on his donkey. When he was about going, on the way, he encountered an angel with a drawn sword. When you encounter an angel with a drawn sword, that's a mercy. But the angel didn't want to finish Balaam. So the Lord caused the donkey of Balaam to speak to him. When Balaam was insisting that the donkey moves and was beating the donkey, the donkey spoke to him. The donkey spoke because of that. The Bible says in the New Testament, referring to, making reference to what happened, says the donkey spoke to, to, forbid, to forbid the madness of the prophet. So if the donkey had not spoken, the angel would have caused him to be mad. And then he would be mad. That's how God saved him. Amen. Now see what happened. Numbers 23, from verse 18 to 23 to 26. Numbers what, 23, from verse 18 to 23. So, so let's start from verse 18, right? Numbers chapter 23, are we there? So Balaam still went. Because he was insisting, God told him, you go. Sometimes when you insist too much on the wrong path, God can let you go, can let you do it. But the effect will be very strange. When you insist, when God says don't do this, and you insist, and you insist, and you insist, sometimes he allows you to do it. But the effect of that sometimes is so strange. The Israelites did the same. And this man too did the same. He was wanted to go. So because of all that, after encountering the angel and all that, and all that, he still wanted to go and take gold and silver because it was after the gold and silver they were going to give him. Do you understand? That's what the Bible says. The man of God must not love filthy lucre. He must not love money. You love money to the point where you kill for money. You're a man of God. The thing is wrong. You say, no, I'm going to go. Sadly, I can't a man a bag of dollars. That's what happened. Then he uttered his oracle. Arise, Balak, and listen, hear me. So when he went, when he was about to pronounce curses, suddenly, he started pronouncing blessings. Because God already told him that those people are blessed, you can't curse them. But why was God stopping him from cursing them? Because God knew that even though he had blessed them, if he had pronounced curses on them, it would have worked. So God wanted to prevent Balaam from pronouncing curses. So when Balaam still went, and they said the oracle, and he started speaking, look at what he said, it's so powerful for you. Okay? Shout glory. Are you tired of sitting? <laughs> so continue, 22. Let me see what is there. 8, 19. 18, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak, started prophesying and blessing? Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? 20, quickly. I have received a command to bless. He has blessed. I cannot change it. Hi, 21. No misfortune is seen in Jacob. He started blessing. Kala, toaster. Don't you need this blessing? This December, no misfortune is seen in you. Yeah. You see words that have been spoken? We destroy every plan of the enemy. This family is with them. That's not what they said here. They spoke in tongues. Didn't they speak in tongues? But look at what is there. Pronouncements. No misfortune is seen in Jacob. No misery observed in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among them. 
the same way, no misfortune. You won't lose your money. You won't even lose your phone. Amen. Say, my phone got missing. It shall not happen this December. Amen. You won't get accidents. Somebody buys your car. No mis no misfortune means no no misfortune. Don't you understand? No misfortune is seen in you or is found around you. I bless you with no misfortune. I bless you with no misery. No one shall see any misery around you. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among them. Verse 22, man dalakatosto. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of a wild, you have the strength of a wild ox. Yeah. Verse 23, malagadosh. There is no sorcery against Jacob. There is no sorcery against you. There is no sorcery against, this I, it's enough. I don't have to be prophesied to you. What do you think? It's, it's enough, it's enough. It's enough. It says there is no sorcery against Jacob. It means, if people gather, if any weight in your family, any native daughter gather because it's December and they are looking for a goat, and when they looked around, they said, This person must be our goat. He says, There is no sorcery against Jacob. Amen. There is no divination against Israel. Amen. So there is no sorcery against you. Amen. There is no sorcery against your children. Amen. There is no divination against your marriage. Amen. So we have got that this marriage, won't, there will not be peace in the marriage. There will be no sorcery against it. No divination against the marriage. No divination against the marriage. No divination against your children. No divination against your children. It will now be said of Jacob and of Israel. See what the, what, what God has done. Oh, see what the Lord has done. Is that not powerful? So it says, it shall be what? It shall be said of you. Hey, Yamato, look, speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. You are going home with what? Full of pronounced blessings. Loads of blessings. You are carrying baggages of blessings. Kalatos. Balagadosh. Malikatos kapaya. Male sita kaparatos. Mante soprondos. Are you speaking in tongues or you are tired already? Do you see it here? It says, it will now be said of Jacob and of Israel, see what God has done. What does that imply? You say, see what God has done. Good things in your life. Great things in your life. Good news in your life. Good report around you. People will be saying it. He didn't say you will say. You see, God wants to God wants you to be so blessed that people will see it. Then the people will say, see what God has done in our last life. Hey! I saw him when he came to church. See what God has done in Brother Emmanuel's life. I saw him when, when he came to church. See what God has done in Sister So-and-so's life. Sister what? Sister Carlin's life. See what the Lord has done. See it. See what the, they are announcing it. The Bible says when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dreamed. To look like a dream to you. What do you guys think? It shall, shall be said of you also. We were walking around some corner, corner somewhere. Nobody knew you. Some people thought you were useless. You were walking around. They say, oh, this one, he didn't even finish school. His school cried. He didn't get good grades. And he's like this, like they are saying things. The blessings of the Lord will let them change their utterance. 
and say, see what the Lord has done. In Brother Kevin's life, see what the Lord has done. That's what he's saying. Continue, 24. The people rise like a lioness. They rouse themselves. Where are we now? Is that not powerful? 24. Continue, 25. 25. Is that not powerful? Then Balak said to Balaam, at the point after he started pronouncing the blessing, Balak said, I said you should come and curse them and you have started blessing them. Anytime he started to, he wanted to curse the people of Israel, blessings started coming out. Words of blessings. God put blessings in his mouth. Oh, that is powerful. Shout glory. 26. Let me see. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 27. Is that not powerful? Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. Let's see that one. Two other scriptures and then we are done. Quickly. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 to 27. I bless each one of you here. Today is the day of your blessings. Amen. You enter 2023 full of blessings. Amen. Full of good things. Amen. Full of glad tidings. Amen. No divination shall prevail. Amen. No arrows of the enemy shall come near you. Amen. The Lord said to Moses, uh huh. Tell everyone in the sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. You see, the Lord was teaching Moses how to bless the Israelites. Tell Aaron and his sons. Aaron was a priest. So he says, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, say to them. Do you see there? Say to them. Mm-hmm. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. You see, say that to them. May the Lord make his face shine upon you too. And may he be gracious to you too. Verse 26. I'm blessing you. All this scripture you are raising, I'm blessing you. So if you are in a hurry to go home or you want us to just close, close, and you are, you are so tired, it means that you don't want blessings. Those who want blessings are receiving. What do you guys think? Right. The Lord turned his face toward you and give you peace. Verse 27. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. May the name of the Lord be named upon you. Amen. And may the blessings of the Lord be found in your home. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now let's go to Philippians. Let me go to one New Testament or two New Testament scriptures. We are done. Philippians chapter 2. Look for that scripture for me. When Paul started pronouncing blessings, this my God shall supply all your needs. That's a pronouncement of blessings. What do you guys think? Oh, Philippians chapter 4, rather. Masotokole esi. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Quickly. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Shout hallelujah. Say, I'm working in loads of blessing. Loads, loads. Say, say, look at someone say, say, neighbor, I'm carrying loads. Don't you say I'm carrying loads? Loads of blessings. What was not working has started working. All hindrances have been removed. Great things are happening. You go around in your room and say, great things are happening. 
great things are happening. The blessing is working. The blessing is working. The grace is working. It's working in my shoes. It's working in my bones. It's working in my finances. It's working in my marriage. Come on, shout glory. glory. It's working in my business. This is a pronouncement of blessings. Paul said, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I pronounce that blessing on you. Maybe you have a need and you are sitting down here. Do you have a need? But my God shall supply all your needs. All your needs. Set forth your right hand here. I bless you. May my God supply all your needs. According to his riches in glory. By Christ Jesus. May my God supply every need you came here with. I bless you. May that need be supplied. May they be supply of those needs. Supply of jobs. Supply of jobs. Supply of money. Supply of good wives and good husbands. Supply of children. In the name of Jesus. Is that not powerful? Just be upstanding. I'm just going to pray for some few minutes. We'll come back to this scripture. Go to Romans chapter 16. Verse 25 to 27. We'll come back to Philippians chapter 4. We are talking about the pronouncement of blessings, right? Yes, sir. So we are going to pray. I'm going to speak every need before December 31st. Every need. Every need. Every need. Every need. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. And the preaching, this was a blessing. A blessing says now unto him that is of power to, to establish you. This is a benediction. I said, I explained that all of that yesterday, right? Now unto him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. Because not many Christians are established. Every Christian moves from church to church, place to place, and all of that is not established. Just now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. And the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. 26. But now it's made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. 27. To God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. May glory be found all around you. Now take us back to Philippians 4. We are going to pray a little bit just for some 10 and 15 minutes. And this is a weekend of supernatural. Every need that you have must be supplied. Must be supplied. Do you believe that? Every, I said, do you believe that? Every need. You can't go home without the supply of your need. What do you guys think? Maybe you want a job. Maybe you are financially struggling. From today, the blessing is working. Amen. You can no longer struggle financially. Amen. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Just begin to pray. Just begin to pray. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Masha Takapa. 
Just begin to pray. Lift up your hands wherever you are.